Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. Well, it's finally happened. Due to circumstances beyond our control, we've got to review something that isn't animated. Those circumstances were entirely within our control. No, it conspired against us. <laughs> there are so many animated things still to look at. But Shut up, we're on the auto train. Can't stop. It won't stop. Well, there's plenty of auto things I'd still like to review that are animated, but... I suppose that's true. I'd like to drag up Re-Cutie Honey, personally. Yeah, that's a good one. One of these days. That's kind of the last big one I would do out of his stuff. Personally. At any rate, in our defense, I feel like Godzilla is... Firmly in our purview. Shin Godzilla is what we're going to be talking about if you didn't you know, look at the thumbnail or read the notes if you're listening to the or podcast. Or figure out that it's the only Godzilla movie that Anno directed. I mean, you know, you never know. Well, could be a sequel there. You never know. Uh, they got canned, but we'll see. They left it super ambiguous. We'll see. At any rate. News. Yeah, we got, some news? We, we got some shit to talk about later. Then we're going to get to Godzilla. We're going to talk about Gundam for hours and hours. And Not hours and hours, but we are going to talk about Gundam. Now is the news. And we're going to talk about Gundam right now. Because, boy, is there a lot of Gundam news that just broke. Wowee. Um, so, the first is, maybe not the most exciting, but uh, they're building a uh, another life-size Gundam statue in Can't Fukuoka. Can't get enough. Um, this one is going to be of the uh, new Gundam. Well, a version of the new Gundam um, from Charles Counterattack, of course. Except instead of being in its new Gundam colors, it's going to be in original Gundam colors. Nice. So, you know, blue, red, white, yellow. Um, and with a different crazy fin funnel backpack setup. So it's a weird MSV. I don't know why they decided to do it that way. Probably because they want to sell some kits. Oh, yeah, definitely. Bandai. It all goes back to Gunpla. It's not fucking stupid. So, 100%. Pretty damn cool. I mean, it joins the walking Gundam they got there, the the RX-78-2. We need a goddamn Gundam. Even China's got one because, well, I mean, granted, it's the freaking, uh, it's the uh, Strike Gundam. Oh, so, my know. God. That's oh, no. What, it's the Freedom Gundam. Sorry. That's what you deserve, China. It's from Seed. Yeah, it's crap. I agree. You Regardless, know, we should start. I demand a life-size Gundam Maxter. <laughs> Oh my God! Right yes, with boxing gloves <laughs> and a life-size Texas Mac right next to it. Yes, uh, Texas robot, whatever monkey. the heck his robot is called. Yeah, and the horse. You gotta have the horse. Yes, the one. F- wait, Funsaiki or the one from uh... either? Yeah, from both. All right, fair enough. I'm just gonna say, an American robot has a goddamn a robot, robot horse, horse piloted by a horse is still the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Yes. someday we will cover G Gundam, and boy, G Gundam is awesome. Oh yeah, we'll definitely. Because uh, when we're doing the Gundam stuff, I definitely want to get to all the like wacky. Yeah. You know. Anyway, Gundam statue, another one. It looks pretty cool. There's already a picture of what it's going to look like up, and it's it's pretty neat looking. And you know, they'll sell some kits. And uh, I'm infinitely jealous. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and really weird Gundam news, animated news. They're doing a movie. In 2022, about Doan's Island. Isn't that wacky? Which is an infamous episode of the original series that is... It's got a very good story, but man, is the animation terrible. Yeah. It's like that... Um, 
them across episode that's really good except yeah same, same one same exact thing yeah. where max is creeping around in his freaking yes. valkyrie wearing <laughs> a trench, trench coat. coat it's the best it's fucking solid except gold. the animation is terrible yeah. this was the same thing where you know don't island's an interesting story so uh I mean, i won't even talk about it because i don't want to spoil it um plus i haven't watched it in a while so i'll probably screw some of it up um yeah movie next year i'm into it that's cool you know a little that's a wicked neat thing though because a little it's new like, animation like, yeah it's like in encapsulated inside the original series it's not even like a side story it's just like yeah it, it'll probably give you some more of the background but it's bizarre i don't know it was it was not and i don't think anybody on this earth expected that no so not even pretty remotely. cool check it out when it comes out next year um oh, i will more gundam animation news so apparently they're going to do a nine-part compilation of Iron-Blooded Orphans. Um, With a better ending. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. And then they talk about a spinoff. I can't quite figure out whether the spinoff is a real thing or whether it's uh, some weird in-app thing. or. Oh, I don't know. I always thought like the way it ended, I thought they were going to do a like, second season I where What's-His-Face was a terrorist. I want a Zeta. I want a Zeta Iron Blooded Orphans. Yeah, that would be hot. It would it would help really help redeem the original. Form yeah, just take I that bad taste. Really out of my mouth. disliked how that show ended, where all the worst people get exactly what they want. It's too much like real life. Yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so the next one is uh, more animated Gundam news, and this one is probably the most exciting. Um, we're so gonna get excited. an actual new Gundam series. Straight up. TV series. Now, it's another alternate universe, whatever. You know, like Gundam Wing or yeah. Gundam or Gundam X or anything else, right? Eh, Iron I'm kind of less excited because not one of those has like really been money in a long time. Um, IBL was great until it ended. Double O had great promise in the first season and kind of fell apart in the second season. I really like Double O, actually. Yeah. A lot of other people do, too. I've talked to a bunch of people. I like Double O. Well, you just don't watch the movie. I was going to say, Double O only really falls apart when you hit that fucking movie. (laughs) Stupid metal flower bullshit. (laughs) Terrible. Um, So, yeah. Uh, New show is called Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. Whoa. A crazy name. Sounds wild. People are speculating maybe it's going to be some uh, science fantasy. I'd be into that. I haven't seen Gundam really done that way. No. Um, and Tamino would that be into that. That hasn't been a popular thing for a long time either. And I'm kind of... What was the last one? Like, I kind of liked it. Ray Earth, I think, is a little newer than Escaflone. Probably, yeah. I mean, there's prob- where I'm probably missing entire ones that existed. Yeah. What I about mean, Nobunaga? Nobunaga the Fool? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that yeah, yeah, kind of mecha yeah? Because it was like, it was like weird mecha samurai bullshit. I don't know. I never finished it. But regardless, I watched the whole thing. It's not it something good. that they do often, and I'd be very interested. And you know, that's right up Tamino's out. Not that Tamino's doing it; he's not. But that's right up his alley. I mean, Dunbine yeah, is one of his favorites, it, yeah. right? And he Absolutely. remade it a couple times. Yep, because he loves that kind of science fantasy. Yeah, so. no, that'd be cool. I'm into it. Uh, I mean, well. I'm into the idea of it, if that's what it is. I'm into the idea of it in general, because I'll check it out. I mean, yeah, it could be as crappy as AG. No offense, AG fans. Um, uh, the first two seasons of AG yeah, are fun. Again, I'm seeing a like pattern the first, here. The first two arcs, and then that last arc where he's like, no, you can't kill people. Blah, blah, blah. Like, come on, man. Fuck off. I still unironically like Seed Destiny, even though it's so trashy. It's so entertaining. <laughs> Once again, I will not talk shit, because I never actually watched First trashiness. I hated Seed so much, I was done with it forever. I love Rob Lacruce. 
He's such an awesome villain, and the Providence Gundam is such a good design. Yeah, but yeah, Seed is just a. I'll agree. Uh, I'm not otherwise, saying... Seed is a shittier retelling of the original Gundam. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying there's not. I mean, every Gundam series has good stuff in there, even if it's not good itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's not, there has not been one series, AU or otherwise, that has been all bad. <laughs> yeah, there's always like, something. This is like. complete shit. But... It's just that you know, when especially the longer fifty-something episode series. If there's only a little bit to like, that's hard to swallow. See, just had a lot of unlikable characters, and the ones that weren't supposed to be likable were likable. Yeah, we'll 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 get there. Yeah, we'll get there as we go through our Gundam series. Um, anyway, that's all the Gundam news I got for right now. So I'm gonna move on to a lot uh, of Gundam news. Some more stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Uh, so for you degenerate weebs out there, uh, we got yourself a uh, long-haired Ray figure, looking uh, looking pretty sexy. I love sexy figures. Um, yeah, it's going to be available. It's a Van Presto figure, so not overly expensive either. Nice. 2022 going to be available, so... Uh, it's good for your budget. Yeah, it's good for your budget. There's an Eva 1 figure here. There's a Shinji figure that, you know, some of you ladies might be into. Uh, there's an Asuka figure, but, you know, Asuka's kind of fallen out of favor, you know? Just not not the same anymore. It's because the, the movies came out. But uh, yeah, long-haired Ray. So you know, there's, now's your chance. Weeb it up. Now's your chance. All right. So in, I'm not gonna say disturbing news, Deeply but disturbing. in, it could be a problem news, and we'll, I think we'll talk a little bit about this later. Um, Netflix has added in, uh, like an anime creators base to their Tokyo office. Um. I don't know how to feel about that. Netflix hasn't really. I don't want Netflix tampered. sticking their fingers into anything. Yeah, like they haven't really tampered with too much animated anime yet. Um, they've made absolute mockeries with their live action adaptations. As don't, we previously don't discussed. get me started. Um, so I don't know. I don't like them getting their fingers in it more. So I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't, like I don't it. think it'll matter, but it's I probably know. I a nothing, like it. nothing burger. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm dubious. I Netflix is going to be bankrupt in two years, so it won't matter. You are <laughs> most likely great. someone will buy it. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's how that works. Yeah, but I mean, nothing they're doing is going to stand. So, in yeah. so, uh, more disturbing news, uh, Super Iacon 2021 is now canceled. Boo! I knew that was going to um, fucking happen. Everything's getting canceled. Japan is. They seem to be behind the U.S. in opening things up. Yeah. They seem to be ahead of us last year, and now they're behind us. I don't know what's going on. But the, the, the fucking... The response to the coup has wreaked its toll. Nah, they're getting Delta forced. Yeah, so hopefully... You know, we all said 2021 will be better. It's been marginally better in some ways and not in others. Let's really hope 2022 is when things are actually back to some state of normal. I think 2020 was actually better because I'd hope for the future. Man, that's dark. Now that You're not I'm, wrong, though. Now that I'm in the future, it's fucking awful. Stupid future. Okay, it's not awful. It's pretty shitty, though. Yeah. Agreed. It's so. less awesome. Just another thing canceled. Another thing fallen victim to 2021. Um. All right. So I'll, I'll move on to something less depressing. Uh, actually kind of awesome. So Gotenabe, who's been adapting a ton of Lovecraft uh, oh, those are stories into manga. Good. Yeah, so... Over here, we've only got the Hound and other stories, mm-hmm. and the two part at the Mountains of Madness. Fucking Mountains of Madness is really, really, really good. good. Um, 
Anybody out there like that likes Lovecraft stuff and manga? Oh yeah, check those out. Check those out. For 100%. sure. They're super, super good. So anyway, he's doing the Dunwich Horror. Oh man, nice. And apparently, he's done a ton more that they haven't brought over yet. So, Dark Horse, get the fuck on it already here. Yeah, those are like Shadow over Innsmouth, Call of Cthulhu. His fucking art style is so good for that too. Colorado Space, Haunter of the Dark. He's done a bunch of them. So damn. I mean, I'm hoping more come over. So go out and buy the ones that are out there so <laughs> you can tell them they need to make more. I want to buy them and make my cousin translate them. <laughs> they're just good. They're just they're one-to-one adaptations pretty much. Yeah. And the art is fantastic in them. I mean, yeah. it's fantastic. No, he really does the shit out of the, like, it's, the Lovecraft stuff. There's I have a minor bitch that sometimes it's hard to figure out what's going on in panels just because it's so detailed and you don't yeah. color. Yeah, he definitely goes ham on the detail. They could benefit from color. Well, yeah, I mean. But it doesn't have that, like, you know, manga's usually set up in such a way that it's all very kind of not simplistic. That's the wrong way to put it, because some of it's very detailed. Like, look at Berserk. But it's stylized in such a way that you can tell things apart. Yes, This is drawn more straight up, almost more American comic book style. Yeah, it is, definitely. So it's harder at times to to tell certain things apart. Certain characters will look the same. Like, that guy's got a mustache. That guy's got a mustache. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I did have that problem. You have to go back. It's like, oh, no, that's. It's not a big deal. Please no, pick it, them up it, and check yeah, them out. Yeah, it doesn't really take away from it. They're really, really good, though. Very much looking forward to it. And finally, in... I don't know. Is this depressing news? No. In, uh, man, the American comic book industry fucking blows news. Um, all 100 volumes of One Piece. Whoa. Now, the fact that there's 100 volumes is already terrifying enough. Whoa. Each one of them has sold over a million copies. Wow. That's insane. I mean, we all know One Piece is an absolutely ludicrous juggernaut. What how much sales. money he has? Ichiroda? I, I don't I'm assuming he I don't think he cares for one because literally all no. he does is draw one piece. He's just a complete one piece He's autist. A complete one piece autist. Um I, I'd just be curious. He has to live in an entire mountain of gold at this point. Yeah, I'd just be very curious to like. I mean, I'm sure the industry because those guys notoriously make shit money. But like, when you've sold like you know a million volumes, I mean, a million copies of a hundred volumes, that's like ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. So I mean, once again, the Japanese comic book industry just destroys. Destroys. I can't think of one American comic that's sold like that. We are also approaching the 1,000th episode of the Tam anime. Jesus I'm in the 700s somewhere. I'll catch up at some point. Anyway, just a just I wonder a nice how many copies bit. something like Batman Year One or like Watchmen or something a lot. have sold. I've, I've heard the stats aren't here in this article I have, but I think, just out of I think One Piece yeah. has surpassed batman for overall wow publication take that batman all of batman for like what a hundred years now damn near yeah pretty damn close i mean it's good god it's crazy wild anyway that's uh that's all i got for the news today the um, end there was the not a ton news. of news matter of fact the gundam news dropping today <laughs> saved my ass because <laughs> there wasn't a lot of other stuff going on that was very interesting slow news week a little bit of a slow news week thanks gundam and speaking of thanks to Gundam, I think it's time we talk about some Gundam. Yep. Let's so, get into Gundam episode two. Yeah, so last time, and go back to our last episode if you want to check it out, we talked about how do you penetrate 
the the Pier- thick crust of Gundam. How you pierce the veil of Gundam? Yeah, how do you how do you get into it, right? What do you do? And a recommendation at the time. So we talked about the Universal Century. We're talking about the original timeline of Gundam. We're not talking about the other shows. You know, a lot of people out there probably started with Wing or G Gundam or Double O or Seed or you know, there's a, the newer stuff. Yeah. The newer stuff, right? And all of them aired over here. So people, depending on how old you are, probably started with something different. Um, we're talking about the original timeline. So last time we recommended, if you really want to get an original Gundam, watch the movie trilogy. That is your entry point. Definitely. Um, if you really, really hate the old animation, we said you could maybe start with Gundam the Origin. I don't know. The Blu-rays, they cleaned them up so nice. I mean... But some of the animation's still hokey and old, right? Some I people guess. have an issue with that. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love original Gundam, but that's just me. It's just way nicer than when we watched it, you know fucking 20 years ago when it was like super crusty it was like watching old speed racer like you know on saturday it looks so much worse so the point of all that is that there is a there are more shows that we're going to talk about today that are probably better you see entry points if you don't want to watch the movie trilogy true that so if you if the animation puts you off or you can't get somebody else to watch it because they're maybe not as much of a weeb and they can't get past it there's going to be some shows we're going to talk about today that are probably better entry points for you. And then if someone likes that and gets into the story, you can walk them into the movies. Right. So, anyway, first, uh, let's see. Which which OVA shall I pick? I'll pick Igloo first. Because Igloo is not one I would recommend to enter the series. Uh, Igloo is a toughie. The stories are really good, but man, that animation. So, MS Igloo is the story of Zeon, so the evil quote-unquote evil people in Gundam, um, the space Nazis. It's the story of, well, except for the the last one, but we'll get into that. It's mostly the story of them doing, like, test piloting of things. Yeah. Right, and how they go horribly wrong. Yeah, it's it's basically a Xeon... It's like a Xeon unit that just, like, tests new weapons because they're, like, getting their asses beat. (laughs) And, and, you know, a lot of them are, like weapon ideas that were mothballed because they you know they weren't deemed viable now they're like ah fuck it we have nothing else yeah to they're lose. like Let's all weird it. giant tanks and shit yeah all sorts of weird shit right so the hard part about igloo because the concept's cool one it's hyper depressing every episode you will get introduced to a character and they you'll grow slightly attached to and they'll die um the second thing is is that it is animated with like mid 2000s very early cg, CG. And, and it is fucking horrific. TV tier CG, right? So it's tough. The CG is not great. There's too many human characters. When they're doing the mobile suits and stuff, it's okay. There's a weird effect where ships and stuff move way too fast. They yeah, look like odd. they're like fucking hauling ass <laughs> and like sliding around like they're goddamn Fast and Furious cars. Oh, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's very, weird. it reminds me of like Saturday morning shit like from the early 2000s. Yeah, it's, it's strange. Now, the story's good, so, you know, if you're really deep into Gundam, I'd say watch it, but otherwise, I'd say skip it. And I, I said earlier, it's it's mostly about Xeon. There is the newest one they did, because it's MS Igloo, MS Igloo 2. Igloo 2 is about the Fetties, and it's a similar yeah, similar kind of story. And the animation's excuse me, slightly better. Yeah, it's slightly better. Um, all right, so moving on. Igloo, meh. Only if you're a hardcore fan, whatever. Recommend you check. Uh, it out. we didn't even watch it till like kind of recently. Yeah, I'd watched it a little bit back in the day, but it's just not. Just skip it. 
So we'll move on. We'll move on to Gundam Thunderbolt. I just gotta say Thunderbolt next. Gundam Thunderbolt is sexy as hell. Oh god, the animation's so good. It's, it's very like pretty. Megaporn. So it's a much much newer OVA. Um, it's got two parts out so far. It's based on a manga. Um, unfortunately, it's not done. So yeah, it's just kind of the caveat for it now. with with um, oh geez, Thunderbolt is that it's not done, right? And you're gonna have to wait. It also, continuity-wise, it's it's strange because it's got a lot of really like outlandish mobile suit designs. Yeah, just that are very shit. not original Gundam. Yep. And listen, I'm not. They're awesome. I love it, and they fit with like some of the MSVs they've been doing back in the day, and then all the way up till now. So it fits like the current aesthetic of Gundam, but it yeah. is a little. If you watch like the original movie trilogy and then watch this, you'll be like, "What in the hell is <laughs> going on around here?" Yeah. Um, but it's got a great story, you know that, especially when it starts off with like all the, um, the crippled pilots. Yeah. They're you know they're missing limbs or whatever, and now they have like special mobusu apparatus so they can pilot, and they're oh, yeah, basically like, kamikaze pilots at this point. Yeah, they just give them mobile armors and send them on kamikaze. Yeah, it's uh, it's intense and it's. But it's cool. It's a very cool series with cool designs. Cool music, too. Very modern. Great music. Great style. Just in Like, general. they really, like, leaned into the yeah. soundtrack. Great it's style. So, cool. really cool to check out. It, it takes place... The first the first one takes place in the waning days of the One-Year War. Yeah. And then the second one takes place after, right after the One-Year War. Yep. Um, they're, they're connected completely. It's the same characters and stuff, but, you know, there's a bit of a time skip there. Although... The one year war is the one year war, and late one year war is only months. Yeah, yeah. you can't like skip. Months you can't skip too much time. There. It's not a big deal. So you may want to wait till more of it's out. Not a good entry point either. Like I think no, you will, I agree. You will only really appreciate it if you like, you know, are well versed in mobile suits from the original series. Yeah, if you're not really interested in Gundam at all, and you just want to watch something pretty, it's really damn pretty. Oh yeah. I mean, you'll, it's a pretty standalone thing. You'll enjoy it anyway, but, you know, from a Gundam nerd point of view, like, you'll enjoy it way more later. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, so now we talked about those two, talked about them kind of quickly. Uh, I want to get into what I think the two best entry points are, depending on what your tastes are. Mm. Um, so the first one I'll talk about is War in the Pocket, 0080. Every um, neckbeard's dream. It is... One of the most highly regarded OVAs in all of Gundam. I I like it. Um, I'm not as in love with it as a lot of people are. Yeah, me neither. It's a little... I think it's a little slow. It's only six episodes. It's not a little slow. It's turbo slow. Yeah. It's only six episodes, so that mitigates it a bit. Yeah. Um, The action scenes are fucking phenomenal. I will give everybody that. Like... My God. A lot of it's slow, but like... When it spools up, they are like, it's phenomenal. The whole, the beginning attack on the Antarctic base. <laughs> yeah, literally just watch that first, like, part of that first the, episode. The episode with the Comfer attack. Yes, that's a good one, too. And then the episode at the end with the, the final assault. Yeah. Are good. So, War in the Pocket is a very contained story. It is, so, the basic idea is the Federation is creating a, an updated version of the Gundam for new type pilots. It's basically going to be a replacement for Amuro Ray's Gundam, the main character of the main series, yeah. right? It is going to be an upgrade for him. And the Zeon catch wind of it, and they send in a, a special ops unit to go 
capture it, destroy it, whatever. Yeah. Make sure Amuro doesn't get it. Exactly. Make sure the Federation can't deploy it. Now, this takes place in the very, very late days of the One Year War. So we're talking about, like, December of 0079. Yeah. And it even flips over to the New Year at the very, very end, right? That's why it's 0080. Um, so the uh, the crack team of pilots, they fail to capture it in the beginning. Minor spoiler, right? In the Antarctic attack when it's on Earth. And then they ship it to one of the colonies for testing. And then the rest of the series is the Xeon infiltrating the colony, and a lot of it's about one of the one of the pilots um, who gets attached to the special forces unit befriending a kid, Al, yeah, on the colony. So like a you know ten to twelve year old kid, um, he might even be eight. I don't know. I I get the impression he's is in there somewhere between yeah. eight and twelve. Um, befriends one of the kids, and then even. Even the pilot even befriends the the test pilot of the the Gundam yeah. Alex, which is the the um, prototype mobile suit that they're checking out. Yeah. So and trying to capture or destroy. It is it's a good story. It's a nice simple story. It's got that cool like intrigue going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that cool special ops mission stuff going on. Yep. Um, a whole different side to that whole conflict. The animation is gorgeous. It really is. It's unfortunately they lost the masters at some point, so oh, it's so not cleaned can't. up quite as nice uh, as some of the other ones. I always wonder how that happens. Yeah, you hear about that happening all the time, like oh, the masters film is combustible. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. But. but anyway, it's but it's still very good. Like the latest Blu-ray release is very pretty. It's it's yeah, no, you're not going to really complain about it. just when you see some of the other stuff and how well they cleaned it up. You'll go, oh, this isn't quite as good. Um, the designs are great there minor tweaks on the original mobile suit designs yeah. minor updates and a matter of fact there's the, the rumor is or the the lore is that they were just updated designs they were supposed to be but they ended up being just a little too updated a little too different so they they had to make them all new versions uh, of existing mobile suits right so you'll notice when you watch it if you especially if you watch original Gundam they look it looks like they were just trying to update, you know, late seventies, early eighties designs. Yeah, and this was this was released in like nineteen ninety, yeah, um, eighty nine or ninety, and I don't know, man. It's pretty. Those Izubuchi designs on the Gundam, uh, the on the Comfer, like, oh my god, oh, so, so sexy. And it's got a mobile suit shotgun. Yep, it does. It's got two of them. Yeah, it's sexy. You can't beat those three episodes. Yeah, well, those three. Unfortunately, the other fantastic. three episodes are mostly talking. So, like, that's kind of where it fails for me. But it's still excellent. I mean, I it's, just... It's really good. And it's, it's just a matter of taste. You right? have no idea how much it was overhyped back in the day either. That was... Yeah, and that's, I think that's mostly my problem. Yeah, people... There was a lot of crapping on it at the expense of... Or putting it on a pedestal by crapping on, like, 0083, which we might or not, might not get to today. Probably next week. Um, Probably next week, because it is... It's in between Gundam and Zeta Gundam, and it ties yeah. probably more to Zeta Gundam than it does original Gundam. Definitely. So we'll probably talk about that with Zeta. Um, but yeah, it it was it was put up on a pedestal at the expense of that, and I just I never got it, and I never the other series we were definitely going to talk about today. I like better than it as well, and I think it's a better entry. But double O, if you like a little slower paced series, if you like a more of a like a you know covert ops kind of feel yeah and 
you know, you like a more human story that's more focused on relationships. And- it's also hard because, like, it's hard to, like, try to rehumanize the Zeon after they, you know, killed half the Earth's population. Yeah, and I don't think... I was not, like, a fan of that part of it, But I don't think... Personally. I don't know that they really do that that much because they don't come off as... Bernie comes off as not a terrible guy, but those spec ops guys don't. Oh really yeah, no, they're like the worst. Come off as great, so I mean, I don't know that they completely did that. I don't know. I just, it was a little jarring for me, but I haven't watched it in forever, so maybe I like it more now. Well, you we just know. watched it like six months ago. Yeah, it's like forever. Oh my god, I gotta watch it now. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like forever because we've been watching so much Gundam lately, um, including Victory, which boy, I can't wait to get to that. <laughs> Good stuff. Anyway. Um, that's double 80. Like I said, it's, it's a pretty good entry point. If you're not really interested in, um, watching the original movies, you can't get somebody to watch the original movies. It's very self-contained too. Like you could just watch it and pretty have a pretty good idea of what's going on. Yeah. Much on. like something like Orgus O2, where you don't need to watch original Orgus. You could watch just this and it would be completely self-contained. I think you get more out of it if you watch original Gundam. And obviously if you're, you know, getting deep into the UC timeline, you're going to watch all this stuff. anyway. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're going to want more. There's so much content. It's great. Um, anyway. Next one. My personal favorite. 08, mine as well. 08, well, maybe not my overall favorite. I can't decide between this and 0083. Yeah. And now Unicorn, because Unicorn is so damn good, too. <sighs> Unicorn is just so um, sexy. It's so nice to see all that stuff in modern yeah. animation. We'll get there. Uh, double O... Uh, double O... Eight, eight, the best team. team. Eight, the best team is... Another fantastic show. Now, it suffers a tiny bit at the end. It's longer, so it's 12 episodes, I believe. Yeah. Um, and it has that weird 13th. Yeah, I can't remember if that was the 13th or the 12th with the new type kids. It's strange. Yeah. And then it has Miller's Report, so it's got a little OVA that goes with it. Yeah. That just takes clips from a couple episodes and adds some new footage. Yeah. It's not... Not really necessary. Have you ever watched it when it was back on the day in Toonami? They did show Miller's Report. They wove it in, so... You could check that OVA out. If you buy the the box set, it comes with that. Yeah. Um, and I believe it's also, if you find it streaming, I think it, it's always streaming with it. So yeah, definitely. I would say watch it at least once, the Miller's Report thing. But we're going to talk about the actual series here. So Always the Mess team is about like the ground-slogging troops of the Federation during the One-Year War. I'm a sucker for ground Gundams. And ground Gundams are just a sexy damn design. And it's all more practical, and it's all more as down to earth as you can get with you know. Yeah, it gives it like a more robots. realistic war feel. You know, you get out of that like space opera, like you know, big space battles. It's just like slogging in the you're, fucking you, jungle. Yeah, you're you're either in the jungle or you're like in the desert, changing out the freaking filters on your mobile suit's ankle. Yeah, I like the because it's you know. I'm a sucker for working. realism with stuff like that. It just makes it a little bit cooler. Um, like, it's got. One of the most badass main characters, Shiro. Shiro's a, a savage, complete fucking savage and maniac. Um, it, there's also a love story woven in there. Um, yep. you know, with people from both sides, where you got Shiro and you got Ina, Ina Sahali, yeah, who's a Zeon test pilot and whose brother is a an actual Nazi psychopath, fucking Himmler. So you know, basically. They get wrapped up in a, uh, you know, it's it's about the Oit the Mess team, you know, doing it's got their, a very war, missions. It's got a very World War II feel. V- exactly. World War II to Vietnam, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's got that whole war movie feel. 
and then it's got a um you know the the development of a, a mobile armor which is a super giant mobile suit that just you know wrecks house it's basically um, like a spaceship that's kind of they is. look more like spaceships than like for the most they're not part. humanoid usually they don't like well I mean, until you get to like zeta sometimes they have wacky with things legs. like the psycho gundam yeah. but yeah you're right yeah they, there's some that are really weird designs in the original but anyway there's the development of this that Ina's brother is is in working of. on and then they stumble across it and they're trying to figure out how to stop it because it's going to be such a terror yeah if it gets let loose and it is um but yeah, the, as I said, the designs are great. The animation is so pretty. Oh, for nineteen, I think ninety five. Also, like, one of the best. Really nice antagonists, not Guineas, which is Ina's brother. He's just kind of eh. Oh, fucking um, Norris. Norris. Norris yes. Packard. Awesome. Just an awesome antagonist. He's not even completely an antagonist. But yeah, because not even like he's not. A he's dick. not really he's evil. Just, yeah, know, it's doing his job. It's good. I mean, they weave the love story in well, and it's not too over the top or too hokey there's a lot of coincidences that go on but that's fine yeah i mean who cares well, it's gone um, it's not shakespeare but, but that war movie feel that more down-to-earth grounded feel it's just a nice change and they've never done that before really i mean they only fight planet side you know fairly sparingly well i mean yeah they do they fight planet side in the original series a lot but even that doesn't feel like no nah, it doesn't it's have not that, like it's not set up like this it just isn't yeah you know it, it's just a whole different feel and i I like it a lot. I do think if you're trying to get someone into UC Gundam, I was gonna say it's probably your best entry point. And and they're not well. Besides the, I still will say the original movies are the best. If it's someone, it's who, always best to start at the beginning. If it's someone who mind. watches anime and has no problem watching something that's a little bit older, watch the damn original trilogy of movies. 100%. That is where you want to start. Um, unless someone's really dank, then you can start them with the original series. If not, if you're trying to get someone who maybe just watches newer anime or doesn't watch a lot of it or maybe doesn't watch it at all, but you want them to watch something, 08MS Team is where I'd recommend starting. Yeah, I mean, it's it holds up with any modern animation, I would say. It is. you know, well, it's, it's probably actually better because a lot of the new stuff they don't spend any money on. So, And then, well, and it doesn't have any, you know, there's no digital mobile suits or anything. There's no. No, it's all drawn. It's all hand drawn. It's probably digitally cut. It's definitely digitally colored because it's. Very vibrant, but that's what they did when they switched over. Like they did color. It looks great. Then... The music's great. the The story's really good. Um, it does not have a depressing ending. No, it's pretty good actually. Um, yeah, and the the last episode's the la the thing is, if you haven't watched the original, the last episode won't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's like because there's there's this whole weird thing with new type children. That <laughs> What's all these weird kids? What's will make on? a lot more sense the more Gundam you've seen. It'll make a hell of a lot more sense if you've seen like Zeta, and like. You know, double. You know, if you started seeing, if you watch them in like airing order, yeah, it makes a lot more sense because you will have more of a feel for all the weirdness that goes on with new types, um, which are like the psychics of Gundam, right? Yeah. So the next evolution of humanity, if you will, they got the force. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's the MS team, highly recommended. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I guess we'll move on from here. We'll we'll save double o eighty three. Um. Stardust Memory, baby. I love it. I'd love to talk about it right now, but we'll save it because it does go with it, Zeta. It's a lead-in for Zeta. It, it is a lead-in for Zeta, and you know we could talk about that. And yeah, we can talk about that next time. Yeah, move on to our topics. You got some topics you want to rant about today? Yeah, I do. So I was poking around on the God damn it, cat. See, Catasol. I get to watch it. <laughs> Such an asshole. 
I don't know what got them all riled up. Anyway, so I was poking around the interwebs, and I saw the um, uh, the trailer for that new fucking Aquaman show they did. Oh, yeah, the one that looks it, like Thundercats Roar. Yeah, exactly. And it got me to think of, like, the fucking, like, steady decline of American animation. It's just, like, it gets uglier and uglier and uglier. And I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or if they just suck. So... Like, I get the character design thing where, like, certain weirdos are just trying to, like, they're trying to, like, mainstream unattractive women because they themselves are unattractive. Well, unattractive everything. Everything. But, right. I mean, that's where it started, basically. It's uh, like, I, no sexy ladies, I, no cute boys. I gotta say a couple things. One is, hashtag not all of American animation, right? Because... No, but a lot of stuff is, like, anything that's attractive is automatically like western anime <laughs> yeah like we were talking I, about before we do we like, talk about that before well they'll call it western anime just because of its style just because it's not fucking looks ugly. more like the boondocks to me than anime but the, the boondocks was always a little anime so i yeah, guess that's, that's kind of the same thing but you know it's things like castlevania and yeah. uh even you know the new masters universe you know the story <laughs> aside bleh. from aside from sucking it was kind of and good some of the character designs bleh. but it's pretty. It's very pretty. Listen, everyone. But has, I know what you're saying. Everyone like, has danger. Things here. like Thundercats roar and this, and you know, even when you get into cartoons, it like just gets worse Rick and, and worse. Morty, it's just not a that good... Cal Art style. Yeah, it's just not. Look, like I liked Adventure Time. It looked unique when it came out. Well, and it worked for that show because it was just wacky. You know and, what and I mean? It worked. But like, if you're but, gonna take like a property. Like, you know, something that exists like Aquaman and just do yep. it in this like weird scribbly shit style. Like it's the I said it earlier. It is it takes a lot, a and I mean a lot of skill to make simplistic designs that don't look like shit. That is that true. Actually look good. Yeah, and everything has to be kind of simple for and so I don't mind if they do those simpler designs, but you gotta nail it. You really do, and I don't think they have the talent. You, you got to hire people that know what they're doing, apparently. Yeah, well, and they don't. Because, man, it's just like, it's gotten so fucking bad. Even like um, like Samurai Jack. That was like a weird style, but like it wasn't ugly. Like no, Exactly. You know, like if That's a, a character example. was supposed to be attractive. Primal? Oh, God, Primal. We're like, talking about Gendy Tartakovsky here, though. I mean, yeah. that man knows what the fuck he's doing. He definitely does. But, yeah. It was just Powerpuff Girls thing. back in the day. None of that new shit. Craig McCracken. Oh, yeah. That looked great. Anything that's Dexter's weak, Lab. Yeah, like, in anime, everything's kind of that... I mean, it's not the same style. But, like, if something's weird, it's to make it more cute, usually. You know, like, more attractive, not less. It's yes. just, like... But I think you're... Why you're, are they trying to sell me ugly shit? You're hitting on it there, right? Like, even that older shit, something like Dexter's Lab, it, it's it's got a... It, it's got its own charm, and it looks pretty. Yes. In its own way. Exactly. And even something as late as like Steven Universe, it's not everybody's favorite, but at least it has a coherent style and it's Yeah. There was talent there. It wasn't just gross. <laughs> you know? Yeah, now it's just getting lazy and terrible. Yeah, it's just like uh, who green like She-Ra, like looks like shit. Well, it made me think of it too because um uh, a while back there was like a Korean animator like on Twitter or whatever yeah. just like complaining about how ugly like western animation is and he's sick of having to draw it 6000 times. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like I would much rather do fucking anime. At least everything's like smooth and attractive, you know what I mean? Nice and clean. Women look like women, men look like men. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, uh, sorry, that's a hot take. I'm going to get canceled. Every woman isn't flat as a board and have tree trunk legs. <laughs> yeah, well. Because that's like the standard style. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Don't be offending the uh, flat chest uh, aficionados out there. Well, that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different aesthetic. Listen, lollies do what lollies do. Yeah, well, we won't get into that. There's <laughs> That's a whole other episode. That's a whole different thing. Um, we won't talk about that. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Like I said, I mean, not all Western animation, but that there's definitely a style that's going on in a lot of stuff. That's oh, definitely. Lazy. It's just lazily written, lazily animated, lazily designed. It's just trash. It's people that did not get in the jobs they have by merit, clearly. No, definitely not. Skill did not get them there. And this, it all, and then it got me thinking about how the rest of the world makes fun of us. Like, we've just kind of become a laughing stock in the entertainment department. Because everything... Rightfully so. They keep, like, you know, it's like um, all these live-action, like, remakes. They keep thinking that Japan's going to like them. And then, like, they're, like, totally blown away when Japan's like, that's ugly and shitty. <laughs> we don't like it. it's bad. <laughs> it's just, what are you doing? You're going to take, like, a beloved franchise and then completely deconstruct it and make it shitty and then, like, sell it back to, the, like, send it back to where it came from. And nobody's going to like it. They're supposed that. to like it. No. What do you you have to actually try. Like, you know, Toho liked the American Godzilla stuff because... They tried. It looked good. Yeah, it might be stupid nonsense, but so is it most of original Godzilla. Yeah, it's like Godzilla's thing, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Who cares? Like, it was entertaining, and it looks good, and it has the heart. It's got some heart in there, right? Oh, yeah. It always had, like, a good... It was, like, very Disney movie, like, you know, old-school Disney movie. Anybody who thinks, terrible. like, the new movie... I'm, You know, we have people like Danny who says, like, oh, that new movie was just complete nonsense. It's like, you clearly have never watched, like, 90s Heisei Godzilla, where, like... There's time traveling Zillasaurus bullshit going on. Oh fuck yeah, man! I've watched all of those a thousand times. You know, Mega Gearus like, in the two thousands. Like, yeah, yep. there's there's a lot of silliness that goes on with Godzilla. It's yeah, like I think people expected, like because it was like an American movie that they wouldn't just make it like Godzilla nonsense. But but the point but is, they did. It's got heart, right? And I was happy. Everybody it actually was cares. Happy. Now you could say it's a, it's just a cash grab, and yeah, partially true, but. There's some care put in there. And people care about the aesthetics of it. People care what it looks like. Were you not entertained? I was very entertained. Exactly. Still am. It was good enough to be entertaining. That's all I asked. So, but that's the difference, right? But that's what's separate. I think that's my point. Like, Because not all anime looks good either, especially now with the that proliferation of freaking digital. Oh, <sighs> it's so cheap. Oh, it looks so But It's just not there yet. Like, look, you can use it for cars, and you can use it for mecha, and if you spend enough money, it looks fine. It's faces, man. It just... It, they can't get... They're not like, there yet. It's the talking mouths. Yeah. Like, oh my God, they're so fucking bad. They're just bad. not like, there yet. I mean, the, it's a lot better than it was. Like, when they did it for Berserk, and when they did it for um, Fist of the Blue Sky, like... It's Fist of the Blue Sky better. was pretty bad. It was pretty fucking bad. Pretty bad. I watched it anyway, because I fucking Berserk was Fist good the for the Golden but... Age OVAs, and that was not so good when the series started. It got no. better as yeah, it went it along, but it wasn't Once good. Once again, I watched it anyway, because Berserk is fucking And awesome that's Berserk. Like, what are they doing? So, yeah, I don't Japan's know. Japan's like... not without sin here, either. Yeah. But it's, they don't willfully do it, at least. They're just trying to save money. They're t and, and the designs aren't the problem in those. No. It's it's not the same problem in the U in the U S. It's hiring with what hacks. you're talking about. It's 
again, I think it's hacks. It's, it's gotten like to do in it. the past few years, it's gotten like fucking bad though. Like, God, have you seen some of the shit Marvel has printed? Like oh, some yeah. of those Marvel comics, it's like scribbles. Like I can draw better than that, and I can't draw at all. Well, anybody worth a damn in comics is now either self-funding on Substack, or they got that ridiculous. Was it Comicsology? Would Scott Snyder get there? That ridiculous deal. Oh yeah, because Amazon like ate Comicsology, and now it's just an Amazon deal. Yeah, so it's so a lot of people got those too. There's the mainstream comics is basically. But I mean, that. to even allow that shit to be printed on a piece of paper that has your stamp on it, like Jesus Christ, it's yeah, fucking they just don't awful. Care anymore. The people in charge don't care anymore. Because I mean, I know people, uh, fucking Mike. Yeah. You know, who could just draw better than that, like, on a fucking napkin, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but it would take Mike five days to do it, because he's the slowest man on earth. Uh, listen, bad example, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Kyle. Kyle could do yeah, that, Yeah, much too. better. Like, Fair. He's reasonably quick. But, you know, still, it was just ridiculous. I want quality, goddammit. Yeah. So, anyway, you get to this, and then you had, uh, you had, you had a couple more things you want to talk about, right? Oh, yeah, Japan's, like, the last line of defense. So, I mean, give Japan money directly. If there's a way you could buy manga, like, direct from Japan, and I know they're starting to do that now, because you you got to just... Don't go through the middle, man. You have you to can. starve out these American companies. You just got to choke them out, man. Yeah, especially since they love censorship so much. They love to screw with yeah, things. Yeah, just fuck them, man. Like, it's like we went back in time. Like, I remember, you know, that happening back in the day. Like, anybody remember the freaking Four Kids One Piece? Yes. Terrible. Fucking awful. How the hell do you even have Smoker? Can't even exist. <laughs> yeah, right. Can't even exist. Uh, did they turn it into a lollipop? I don't remember. Like every cigarette turned into a lollipop. It was so it was terrible. Oh, man, the, guy's like, he, the guy ate the smoke fruit, man. He just he smokes a lot. <laughs> he turns into smoke. It's what he does. Leave him alone. Oh, God. All it's the fine. shit over smoking. It's like every Netflix show you watch is just oh, like. Poor Sanji. <laughs> like that motherfucker <laughs> right. always got a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like ridiculous. Well, it's just like the warning on every single like show you watch on any streaming service. It's like instead of like nudity, violence, it's like contains smoking. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh yeah. no. Oh no. Kids see smoking, they're gonna burst into flame. <laughs> they're immediately gonna be like, "Oh my god, I'm having a Nick fit, man. I gotta do it. Hook me uh, up." Anyway, regardless, not, again, not to get too far off topic, but it's nice to see that Japan like roundly rejects. All this fucking trash. They are still about meritocracy. Yes. That's what makes the money. They keep, they're so far, knock on wood, they're holding a hard line, and that's like the last fucking entertainment we have. Yeah, we got to make sure it doesn't fall. So enjoy it and make sure to like give them as much money as you can. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway, so do you want to get away from the world of animation? Yeah, I think we're going to have to. Maybe have a little discussion about something live action. Yep. Maybe continue our. It's fucking time. A little discussion about Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Gojira. This movie's fantastic. So Shin Godzilla. It's got all the power of Godzilla, plus all the power of Anno. Yep. And all the bureaucracy of the Japan. real world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Shin Godzilla was the first Godzilla movie that Japan had done since Final Wars, which... The love of God, if you haven't seen Final Wars, go watch it right now. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's fascinating, too. I was thinking about this uh, this morning. Like, it's going to be about how awesome Final Wars is. Yes, it is, actually. Good. Like, remember in, what was it, 2008, 2007, we were at uh, Otakon? Yep. And um, Kitamura had a panel there. Yes. Kitamura's the guy who directed uh, Godzilla Final Wars. And he was just talking about how, like, 
every Godzilla movie, like the part with like people sucked. It's the so, boring science part. Yeah. So he's just like, fuck the boring science part. I'm going to make everybody like a mutant with crazy powers and Man. like kung fu and shit. Plus you got motherfucking Don Fry in there. Yes. Don and Fry's it was fucking man. amazing. And he was 100% right. And Don was- Fry's mustache is manlier than every <laughs> single action star in Hollywood today. Just his mustache. Well, except for maybe Keanu is John Wick because he is John Wick now. Yeah, basically. If you've seen that Matrix trailer, he's just John Wick. Yeah, no, I <laughs> thought that was funny. He's just John Wick. He's like all he doesn't scruffy. Care anymore. He's like, uh, nah, nobody cares Only about John that. Wick. Nobody cares about that Matrix movie. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, I don't hold out much hope, but... It just looks like a shitty rehash. It'd be hard to be worse one. than the third one. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the Matrix. We're here to talk about Godzilla. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. Yeah, Kidamore replaced all this boring <laughs> science shit with... You know, mutant action stuff. Exactly. But then Anno took it in like the complete opposite direction and he replaced all that with bureaucracy. <laughs> Endless bureaucracy. So, and it's, it's like really kind of cool the way he did it. So, Shin Godzilla, like, like I said, it was like 2016 ish. Yeah, 2016. Came out, right? And it was after the American Godzilla film, not the shitty old 90s one. Let's not no, talk about the that. shitty 2014 one. The 20. Hey, that one wasn't shitty. I'm just kidding. I'll kill you. Um, that one took people by surprise because there's not a ton of Godzilla in it. There's not a ton of Godzilla in this either. I like the way they did that one, though. Yeah. So this this Godzilla movie, has it, it goes back to having more practical effects. It actually has more Godzilla in it than I thought when we rewatched it. Yeah. I remember it being more, more politics and less Godzilla, but there was like a lot of good action stuff. There is. There's a lot of there's a lot of bureaucracy. You're not wrong. So anyway, movie starts out right, and they're in Tokyo Bay. They're on a ship, and then like a tail flops up. First, the water like is spewing up red, and then like there's this tail that comes out of the water. And it's just like flailing about. Yeah, it's like a shaky cam like scene of them, like some rescue guys. Like it was like cops. like Japanese Coast Guard. Yeah, they were just like on this boat, like, and they were like all the people were missing, and it was like setting up for this mystery that was allegedly going to happen, yeah. <laughs> but never did. And then all of a sudden, like the boat just blows up, and there's this just huge fucking red guys that are coming out of Tokyo Bay. Yeah. So then you get to the bureaucracy part, right? So you're you're in the cabinet with like the prime minister and. All the other ministers and freaking so many all the politicians and and sub chairman and whatever else, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy and it's it's got a very Evangelion style. It really does. Like yeah. it's got all the 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 names of everybody pop up, their positions. Yep. What you know, organization of the government they're working. You know for. who directed it? Like in the first like two minutes, and basically. Ono is a he is so underrated as a director. Oh man. Like you, you watch it in the cinematography is so fucking good. It's good. He knows how to cut scenes. He knows, he just knows how to frame. He, he's, he's I was saying good. this when we did Gunbuster. like the man knows how to make a scene. He like, really does. Really, really does. He really does. And this time he had enough money and you know, he was constrained. So he didn't, uh, zero budgetary issues. There's no black and white. There's no fucking pictures of things. <laughs> nope. There's no crayon drawings on construction paper. Not like the CG was actually decent on Godzilla. It's it's really not bad. Because I know it's like probably a guy in a suit with CG over it, I would assume. That's what it looks like. Um, It looks like they did a better job of blending CG and live action. Now, there's some CG that's dodgy, but... Yeah, but I mean... What for Japan, expect? it's pretty fucking good. Like, the best I've for, seen. Yeah, for a non, like, you know, it's not an American 
or Hollywood two hundred million dollar Marvel. No, movie. not even close. And even then, um, that CG in Black Panther is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, it really was. I like that movie, but that CG is real bad. Oh, fucking every DC movie, like the worst. CG yeah, exactly. Ever. Like the what CG are you in those? Doing? It's real bad. Anyway, it's no worse than that, right? So, it doesn't distract you from the movie. So basically, this movie keeps going back and forth between Godzilla doing stuff and you know government paperwork dealing with a with a um disaster yeah it's basically yeah it's basically like all the like behind the scenes like government shit that would happen like during a natural disaster but the natural disaster is godzilla yep which i mean that goes back to the roots of godzilla right yep um except this focuses way more on the bureaucracy than anything else. oh yeah fucking red tape fever Um, yeah tons of red tape you get a good feel for you know everybody's place and who's got to have respect for who and who's out of line and you know the the main character there is very bold and he's he's younger he's got political ambitions he's got gutso um and then they you know they assemble their team of weirdo scientists to do work which is another very ono thing to oh, do yeah. you um, your autistic science squad and it's it's interesting so Godzilla comes ashore and the first form is like this weird bug-eyed oh can't yeah it's really cool. stand up straight it's kind of cool cuz Godzilla just keeps getting bigger like every time keeps he does evolving. something, he keeps evolving like all the time. So like he starts out as this weird tadpole thing, <laughs> this googly eyed fucking tadpole monster. Weird thing. Yeah. And it's then so it, creepy looking. And then he just grows up in the middle of the damn street and gets like bigger, but not quite Godzilla yet. Yeah. Um, he hasn't hit his final form yet. Um, so weird. And he starts stomping around, man. He's heading. It's funny because he kind of flops around because he doesn't have arms or anything yet. And like it can't. That's yeah. That's that first form. Like, like can't second form. Yeah. Like can't stand up really that and well. Then when so he he's can like sliding up, around on his belly, smashing stomps shit. around a little bit and then runs back into the sea. Right? Yeah. And then they think it's basically over. So they're, you know, you're seeing the disaster relief. They, they do a good job of showing the tragedy. Like, you know, mm. buildings falling over and people trapped. Oh, yeah. Underneath rubble. mess. How awful it is, right? And what they have to do. And you get to see the politicians make missteps. You know, hey, we should do this. Like, hey, why did you say that? You know, you told them this one thing and the public this one thing. And now they're now they're, you know, in a worse state because you Yeah. You shouldn't have lied to them. You should have told them the truth. It's just interesting. You get to see that internal struggle in Japanese politics. Um, which you wouldn't think would be that interesting, but it is. It works. It's strangely fascinating. It's a great backdrop. Because it was such a weird idea the first time I saw it, and then it kind of grew on me. So anyway, Godzilla comes back, and he's not—he's not, he's not uh, goofy looking anymore. He's, if not the creepiest Probably version of Godzilla, the most terrifying version of Godzilla. First or I've second, seen. I'd say first. Um, the one from GMK with the white eyes. Yes. Oh was my god! Also pretty. That one is awesome. That's like the, the angry. He's made up of the, the angry souls of all the dead Japanese from World War Two. Yes. I think that was the one in GMK. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. This one is not that. It's just some weird, like, biological monster. You could definitely see the influence from other Ano stuff. You know, very creepy. Oh, um, definitely. Really cool military stuff in this, too, with, like, the, the choppers with the chain guns. And, and not one fucking Mazer. Nope. Not, not one. Nope. They only use... Very realistic technology to attack Godzilla. Miniguns, you know, missiles. They, there's yeah, and then there's like cryo stuff, biological stuff, and whatever else they yeah. use later. Um, and you know, Godzilla's just terrifying, like creepy as hell. Great design, 
that fucking sharp teeth, the weird upturned hands. Yes, the weird like, like tail with like it's got like whale a, bones. It's got whale skeletons in it, and like, and like random people skeletons. It's, weird. it's so like, fucking creepy. It's so creepy. And then like the, the purpley lasers. Like, that fucking the second cool. time, like when Godzilla is finally like kind of final form, like that that whole scene that takes place at night. Where he's just fucking Tokyo right in the shoot. Yeah. Like all night. It's like one of the best. And the cinematography's great. He does all these like, you know, aerial shots where like Godzilla's like, you get like the, a whole panorama of the city and Godzilla's like way off in the background just fucking shit Lasering the shit out <laughs> of things. Lasering the crap out of stuff. He shoots lasers out of everywhere for some reason. All along his spines, man. And like his, um, his breath attack thing it's like it's like an acetylene torch i don't know if any of you have ever like lit the acetylene torch basically you turn the oxygen on first and you like light it and it just shoots like a very like you know orange flame so when godzilla first start he just shoots out these like big billowy orange flames but then when you turn the acetylene on which fucks up tokyo just doing that yeah but then it's like when you turn the acetylene on it makes like a very you know the flame turns blue and it gets very like thin and like focused and basically that's what his breath attack does it goes from like billowy flames to like this like super tight focused like purple laser beam just cut shit in half. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. crazy. Buildings, planes, everything. And eventually he shoots one out of his tail too it's, at some point. He's got a lot of lasers, man. And he shoots lasers, lasers out of his like spines. Yep. So it's just like he's like a disco he's got ball. Multi, like, yeah, multi-directional laser attack. It's fucking ridiculous. Like the most terrifying Godzilla ever. Like you um, cannot deal with that yeah, shit. Yeah, if, if they do, God, I wish they would. One of those, you know, Godzilla kaiju melee games again. Oh my God, Which yes. are the best. Um, Shin Godzilla is going to be overpowered as fuck. Him and Destroyer can like fucking fight for ridiculous. most OP. <laughs> yeah. Fucking lasers everywhere. And it's got like it's his fucking bottom jaw unhinges for some reason. It like spreads out. Yeah. It does that crazy thing, kind of like the Predator does, except or, not quite yeah, as much. Yeah, or like the, the vampires in uh, Blade 2. Yes, exactly. Same idea, right? Just splits open. Yeah. It's, so he it, can like Godzilla shoot is more. creepy as fuck. Is yeah, it's like very cool uh, iteration of Godzilla. Tongue either oh yeah you're right he just like his mouth just opens and it shoots laser it's all really fucking weird man (laughs) it's bizarre but anyway it's fucking godzilla man so we won't get into the rest of it because you know you should watch it uh i'll spoil it because what did you cool stuff we were talking about some of the stuff but what else did you like about godzilla like i said before the cinematography was fucking amazing like there's so many of those cool like like all the night scenes and like I don't know, just like the way he set everything up, it just looks super cool. Uh, Ano knows how to direct. He really does. Watch really it the second, like, because uh, we watched it like years ago. Yeah. And we like just rewatched it to like do this. And man, you really notice it. Like, it's just really good. It's really good. Um, Yeah, the design, the suit design is awesome. The CG is mostly good and it's well blended. The story's tight. The story's good. Um, yeah, because you got the whole side story with like the ambitious politician, and then which are kind of is strangely interesting, and how everything works in a crisis, and how some stuff does not move anywhere near as quickly as it should. Yeah, because you need approvals, you need that, you need to do uh, this. like twenty people need to make a decision, and then how you do it, where like okay, you know, evacuate these people. It's like okay, well, this guy's gonna tell this guy, and then they all tell people, and then the, <laughs> you know, the fucking um, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, the the police have to go do stuff, and it's. 
you know, you realize how fragile all that is. Oh yeah. And how easily it could go wrong. It was kind of, I don't know. It was just like a kind of a cool behind the curtain thing. Cause I mean, how many times has Godzilla just stomped the shit out of stuff? It's just like send in the military and, and fucking the masers, cool masers, 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 misfit, pure meritocracy team. of only like, I don't care what these people's positions are. I don't care how famous they are or how well-known they are. Are these the best people that can figure this problem out? Get them all in a fucking room and figure this problem out. Yeah, and they do. And then there's a lot of bitching about, you know, the U.S. being a real pain in the ass <laughs> Which is to deal with true. and negotiate with. And I, yeah, I could see that. Like, yep. you know, basically, yeah, we want access to Godzilla's, you know, biological information and all this yeah. other stuff. And Which we're running the show. Very much makes sense. Oh, we're going to send in some Reaper drones and some planes to Bunker Buster him. And yeah, there's the some interesting stuff that goes works. on there. And like there's uh, in true Godzilla fashion, they have like a, a wacky science way to like beat him. Hmm. But it's not that wacky. It's like very down to earth compared to like, you know, oxygen destroyers and all the other crazy shit yeah. they've done. Oh, and the other thing I like about it is. The the girl that's supposed to be like American daughter of a senator. <laughs> yeah, it was very much Japanese. Well, which is very Japanese. That that's that's probably one of my language. only bitches is she uh <laughs> she cannot speak English well enough to pull off like she's a native English speaker. <laughs> that's not gonna work. Oh, there's plenty of half Japanese actresses kicking around too. Speaking but I don't English. care because she's hot as hell. She is gorgeous. Oh like, my god, is exceptionally she gorgeous? so. Um and there's no real you know, there's no real love story or anything woven in there. They there's no room for that in this movie, so they don't really weave it in. Nah, her and like her the, and uh, the the manga, they have some mutual respect. Yeah, going on. They're just bros. But it's not. Yeah, it doesn't really progress, and it shouldn't. I mean, it's it, it's it's not that kind of movie. Doesn't belong in this movie. There's enough bureaucracy in this movie. There's no room for it. There's no room for love. <laughs> oh. Hermes Conrad <laughs> love this movie. Only red tape. It's good though. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, I like Final Wars better, probably. Final Wars is a more entertaining Godzilla movie because it's just, it's just entertainment. It's a, it's a popcorn action movie. Yeah. And but Don the, Fry. But this one kind of surprised me because I didn't think I was going to like it as much because I'm like, oh, God, this is just going to be boring. This like, one is probably the best pure Godzilla movie since the original. I was just going to say, it has a very original vibe. Right. With this whole, like, how the fuck do we deal with this? Like, I don't know. It's good. Yeah. It's. I, I, I can't say enough good things about it. It's. It needs to be watched. You got to check it out. Yeah. It's 100% worth a watch. If you like Godzilla at all, check it out. It's it's worth it. And if you don't like Godzilla, like, what's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you got to, like, reevaluate your priorities because Godzilla is awesome. But yeah, it was just like a neat riff on Godzilla. I don't know. And after so many Godzilla movies, it was cool to just do something different. Yeah, you know, it was like cool that Final Wars was something different, and then he just completely took it in the opposite direction. Yeah, I mean it's Ano. He did this in between doing Ava movies, right? So yeah, basically. You know, it's just it's just interesting. It's got a very Ava feel. You know, you if like halfway through, you know, an elevator came up and Unit One was on it and is going to go fight Godzilla. You, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't even blink. It would have made perfect. You would have been like, sense. "Oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense." Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's Shin Godzilla. Do you have any last words you want to say about Shin Godzilla? Not really. Just watch it. You'll be entertained. I promise. Yeah, agreed. Maybe someday we'll review Final Wars, but I'll tell you, 
Also, go watch Final Wars. Yeah. Get off your ass. If for nothing else, Don Fry's mustache. Get off your ass and watch some movies <laughs> or yeah, something. Damn straight. Anyway, children, just remember, disagreeableness is indeed a virtue. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe, and may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining. <laughs>